Blog Talk Radio. Rabia Fahi, hosting on Green Bubble. Today I'm happy to, do, to introduce to you Mr. Ali Shahidi, an outstanding male feminist from Afghanistan. Shahidi has been doing extensive work related to women's rights issues, and he has been involved in many grassroots movements in Afghanistan and activism that has been in, 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 that have included topics such as the effects of domestic violence on children and street harassment. In a society such as Afghanistan, he has he stood strong beside his sister and helped her escape the prison of wedlock where she was beaten and tortured regularly by her abuser husband. Currently studying psychology in Norwich University, Alicia Hidi is speaking from Vermont to tell us more about him and his works and plans regarding women's rights activism. Hello, Mr. Shahidi. Welcome to Dream Bubble. How are you doing today? Hello. Um, good evening, everyone. Uh, I'm really honored to be in this program, and uh, thank, you for your, thank you for providing me this opportunity uh, to be part of this program. It's such a delight to have you here on Dream Bubble. Can you please give us the honor to know a little bit more about you and your work? Uh, I've been part of uh, the grassroots feminist movement in Afghanistan. And uh, we have done, uh, uh, as part of the grassroots movements in Afghanistan, we have done uh, protests and social walks on uh, issues uh, concerning women in Afghanistan. And uh, other than that, I've been doing my uh, independent activism, which includes uh, uh, raising awareness programs in Afghanistan, like uh, conducting seminars in private schools uh, on issues like street harassment and domestic violence, uh, which are uh, the two very common uh, forms of misogyny in Afghanistan, unfortunately. So basically, you would call yourself male feminist because women's rights activism is the same. Yes, um, I, I do consider myself a women's rights activist in Afghanistan. So you know that it's, it being a male feminist in Afghanistan is not really an easy task. So how has it been for you? I do understand and realize the, the challenges facing a male activist in Afghanistan, but at the same time, I do realize that uh, this, there is a great need for men allies in the, uh, in the feminist uh, movements in Afghanistan. Uh, the fight for women's rights or the fight to end misogyny in Afghanistan is not only a woman's issue, but, it's, but it also includes men. And... Um, Despite the challenges uh, in Afghanistan, um, I continued my fight for women's rights, and I will continue, and I do ask uh, and call on other men 
my my Afghan brothers to to join me in this costume. It's a great work that you do. So you can tell us more about specifically like what challenges to to you face. Um, the challenges I face as uh, as part of my activism uh, mostly included. Um, uh, atrocities or getting rejected in social gatherings. Uh, most of the men or people in Afghanistan um, do not agree with the concept of feminism or uh, fighting for women's rights. And uh, what they consider this is uh, a concept introduced by West, which, according to their interpretation, uh, means uh, feminism uh, is uh, against the religious values. As a result, in social interactions and social gatherings, when I uh, when I talk about women's issues, I normally get rejected or I normally normally get ostracized. And uh, but fortunately, I didn't get uh, any threats as part of my activism. So. What has inspired you to become a women's rights activist in the first place? Like, why did you want to become? Uh, uh, my activism uh, started from a very personal story. Uh, it started from um, from my own family. Uh, when my sister uh, married, I went to Iran with her with her husband. Uh, she became a victim of domestic violence in her own marriage life. And as a result, I started fighting for my sister's rights. I started, uh, I started rescuing her from that um, painful and torturing uh, uh, life um, in Iran. And um, when I started fighting for my sister, uh, I realized that the, that the problem and the misogyny uh, is, is, is not only... Uh, in our family, but this is something uh, very uh, predominantly common in our culture. And everywhere I went, I saw people like my sister that are becoming victims of um, um, uh, gender violence. Uh, and was, as a result, uh, uh, in the process of fighting for my own sister's rights, I started fighting, um, I started become, uh, becoming a women's rights activist and uh, fight for, for women's rights in Afghanistan. So, how old were you then? I'm 25 when you, years old. When you had your sister? Um, the story uh, happened two years ago, um, in 2012. And, um, but my sister ma- uh, married uh, four years before that. Unfortunately, we learned about her situation in Iran um, after a few years. So as soon as I learned about her situation, I started taking action for her. So was it difficult to, from changing yourself from a man who would consider himself superior to a woman, or difficult if it's like that, to become one who actually supports them and just has them to stand up and fire for, for themselves? It wasn't an easy and uh, quick decision, um, actually, um, because prior to that, 
I wasn't involved in women's rights activism in Afghanistan. Um, the whole process of rescuing my sister from her uh, painful marriage uh, took me several months, and uh, it was a very um, challenging process too. Um, so it, it took me a long time to uh, to rescue my sister and then realize the problem in Afghanistan and then uh, learning more about the, the misogyny in Afghanistan and then started taking action. That's great. Now, all these works that you have done for women's rights and basically you have had your sisters and by these all activism and your works, what accomplishments have you had? Any specific that you want to mention? The, the accomplishment in my, uh, in my activism uh, is more, I mean, as, as far as I consider, uh, is more the awareness programs I have. Although uh, the fight for women's rights in Afghanistan um, will take its long way, there is a long way to, to, to fight misogyny in Afghanistan. And since it's, 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 a, it's a very predominant and... Um, a rampant part of the culture. But I'm very glad that I could conduct awareness programs in Afghanistan and educate people on, on, on women's rights issues. The, uh, the students who participated in my programs in the private schools were people who never heard of um, issues uh, concerning women. They um, they never heard about women's rights. They never heard about the many forms of uh, violence uh, that existed against women in Afghanistan. And uh, the and that was part of my accomplishment. And I consider that as a, as a huge accomplishment uh, uh, because when those people were educated, uh, it's more like they were um, um, they were, they came to a new world of awareness. Uh, while they were uh, in the darkness and they didn't know anything about uh, about the women's rights or uh, or how the misogyny is um, painful and taking root in the culture and and the ripple the ripple effect of the awareness programs or uh, or, or the articles I wrote online uh, so I, I do consider that as um, as the the accomplishment of um, my activism in Afghanistan. Mr. Earl, we have a question from our listeners. If I can pronounce it from just... just uh, yes, just, uh, I see the question. Yes. Uh, Has Ali faced retaliation from other men and women due to his perspective? How does he handle that? Uh, it's a good question. Actually, I face that a lot in Afghanistan. And uh, the the retaliation that I face um, that I that I face from man or woman in Afghanistan is uh, mostly um, mostly on religious issues. What they consider feminism is against the religion. And when I fight for women's rights. Uh, they start uh, blaming the victim, and, um, and and interpret it in a more religious way as um, 
um, as uh, it's it's the woman's fault uh, that they they face harassment or violence because the woman should um, behave and act you know uh, according to to the rules and laws of the religion and. Um, it's 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 very challenging to to handle a situation like that because um, most of the people in Afghanistan maintain a very radical and fundamental perspective on issues like this, and um, the way I used to handle I used to handle in Afghanistan was to to uh, to approach them from uh, from a more uh, cultural and religious perspective because. Um, if I speak with them from their from uh, uh, from their own language, it makes more sense to them. So I used to give give them examples from religion. I used to give them examples from uh, Prophet Muhammad, how he treated his wife, uh, and um, I used to give them examples of uh, Khadija, uh, who was Prophet Muhammad, who um, who did business and who was a businesswoman, and uh, so. Uh, when I approach them more from a religious perspective or more from a cultural perspective, perspective uh, which um, that respected their val- their culture and religious values, it was more it was easier for me to handle situations like that. So, Mr. Shahidi, your activities have also included uh, campaigns and seminars against street harassment. So. Regarding domestic violence, I have read your articles on workloads and that you have you had experienced it at home and also you have seen it in your sister's married life. So that has also kind of led you to stand up against it. But what causes you to be so passionate about activism related to street harassment? Uh, domestic violence, uh, unfortunately, was a huge part of my my past life, and um, since I was a child, I witnessed domestic violence in my own family, and um, it, it it was not only part of our life, but unfortunately, it's it, it's a it's a very common culture. It's and um, happens very often in um, in many Afghan families. Um, yes, but, uh, but uh, the thing is, uh, uh, the, the reason that I fought the fight to end domestic violence is that domestic violence, as I believe, is uh, 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 domestic violence perpetuates the, the, the culture of violence in Afghanistan. Uh, it doesn't teach uh, men how to respect women. Or it doesn't teach a woman how to stand up for their rights, but it it it, it actually uh, encourages men uh, uh, to dominate their their woman. And um, in the culture of domestic violence, um, promotes the submissiveness of woman or the silence. So. That, that's what, what, that's the main one of the main reasons why I'm fighting for domestic violence in Afghanistan. So, as for you, as a person who actually stopped to dominate from that aspect and feel like you're more equal to your sister or any other female on the on the street, what what about yours? 
like that feeling that you you would get by uh, like having participating in the domestic violence and what about those, that sense of masculinity and pride which a typical man would feel by just being violent to a female family member or harassing women on the street? Um, actually, I believe um, men who uh, perpetuate domestic violence in their lives uh, are, are not really to blame either because um, they are raised and grown in a culture that teaches them uh, how to be violent or how to be uh, dominant uh, and how to act more masculine. And uh, so what, what men are doing is actually responding to the social and cultural norms. They are doing exactly what a culture expects from them. So uh, while men are uh, uh, committing domestic violence, they're they're not um, actually aware of um, uh, the consequences of their action, or, or they're not conscious of uh, of their behavior. But they're they're more uh, acting normal as as a culture uh, requires from them. So, um, in my past experience, as I was born and raised in the same culture, I acted the same way as the culture um, expected from me. But I'm but I'm glad that I that I changed that my perspectives and my ideologies changed and uh, I've become an ally for women's rights activism when I started uh, uh, fighting for it. I think I think there are a few questions. Uh, yes, there is a comment from Amsterdam and uh, our listener has been he has said or she has said that at the opening of the first parliament in 1994, President Mandela declared, freedom cannot be achieved unless women have been emancipated from all forms of oppression. Our endeavors must be about the liberation of the woman, the emancipation of the man and liberty of the child. Thank you for your comments. And there is a question for you. So, how does Ali reconcile the good that comes from his culture and religious practices with changing what doesn't? Uh, this is a, this is a great comment um, by Mandela, and uh, we, we do agree with this, and we do believe in this. Uh, and uh, the question is about the religious practices uh, in my country. The, what, what is happening actually in Afghanistan is is not the the true interpretation of of the religion, but it's it's, it's more the the, the false and uh, more radical uh, interpretation of the religion. But if if we um, if we see this more um, uh, from the real uh, doctrine and teaching of Islam. We, we realize that Islam gives uh, full equality, uh, uh, respects full equality between man and woman. It was uh, it was part of the um, the religious uh, doctrine from the beginning of uh, of, of Islam that uh, there shouldn't be any discrimination uh, between uh, between human beings and um, 
regardless, everybody should be uh, treated equally regardless of their uh, gender or race or color. So uh, that was from uh, the early um, concepts and teachings of the religion. And I do believe uh, that uh, our religion respects, fully respects and gender equality and uh, humanity. But however, and unfortunately, what we see today um, being practiced in Muslim Muslim countries is, is, is in contrast with uh, uh, the, the real uh, religious uh, values. Thanks for answering. Uh, we have another question from California. Uh, can you briefly answer this one too? So it asks, is early modeling the behavior of man in his immediate family or is he alone in his position? Uh, this is a great question too. Uh, I'm very glad that uh, my entire family is, uh, is an ally in women's rights activism. Um, since I changed uh, I brought that change more into my family. Actually, I started first from my own family as I started fighting for my sister, which was part of our family. So everything started from our own family. It started from me, fighting for my sister, and then my other sisters became ally, and they uh, became more aware of their own rights. And as a result, my parents became more and more supportive of uh, my activism and uh, my sister's uh, activism and rights. Thank you. Mr. Shri, we are thankful to you for being here. It has been an honor to have you here on Dream Bubble. We are also thank thankful for... to Sylvia. Yes. Uh, thank you very much and thank you for your time. Thank you. So we are also thankful for Susie Global for supporting this conversation and also thank you all for being here with us, the great listeners and the great, for their great questions. You've been listening to Mr. Ali Shahidi discuss his activities, accomplishments and plans regarding women's rights activism as an Afghan male feminist. So you can get more information about him and his activities on WorldPost and his profile name is Ali Shahidi, A-L-I-S-H-A-H-I-D-Y. He's also on Facebook and running a page named Daughters of Afghanistan. Thank you.